Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Solution Selling, Are You a Consultant or a Vendor? Informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Julianne Stiddick is a motivational speaker, high-performance coach, and three-time author who partners with her clients to co-create the perfect formula of personal and professional development tools to help them achieve what they want while successfully navigating the complexities of a high-level life. Her career has ranged from director of marketing and branding to personal stylist to two decades as CEO of Your Success Style, a personal brand consultancy. Recently, Julianne took note of a real need in the marketplace and her brand and services further evolved to high-performance coaching for driven leaders and teams with an emphasis on effective communication and presentation skills that convert. In addition to her proven high-performance life inventory, Julianne successfully integrates Strength Finders 2.0 and Fascination Advantage. She's a certified practitioner of human interaction technology, an NPL-based curriculum for communication, persuasion, and human interaction. So, Julianne, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, Candy. Well, I'm glad to have you as a guest. I know this will be an interesting topic that we'll be discussing today. But before we get into uh, some of the information that we want to talk about, I would love for you just to give a little bit more information about yourself and how you got involved with helping the entrepreneurs to improve their businesses. Love it. Well, um, I'm a fifth generation entrepreneur. My first job was cleaning the bathrooms at my dad's wheel alignment and brakes auto shop. (laughs) And, um, and from that, uh, I, if I did not clean it properly, I had to go back and do it again and again until it was just right. Uh, Mm -hmm. My father had a very high work ethic and, um, fine tuning was, was as important to wheel alignments as brakes as it was to having a clean shop. And so, um, from there, um, my career with him uh, helped him in the office, greeting people. And then uh, when, as an adult, I uh, really stepped into the personal development world very, very quickly, but had a job as well. So I was mm-hmm. working in commercial investment real estate. And uh, I, I, loved, I loved the business side of it, but I wanted something with more meaning. Um, it just didn't have meaning to me personally because the personal development was so important to me. So I ended up taking a position with Nordstrom as a personal stylist and um, loved that job. Um, again, I it didn't have enough meaning for me. I wanted to help people, but I wanted to help them beyond just how they were putting themselves together um, visually. 
And so hence, I ended up starting my own personal brand consultancy. Um, It's been over 25 years ago. And uh, from there, I realized that so much of the work that I was doing with my clients was really helping them become the best version of themselves. And then the personal brand elements of it, of, you know, imagery and language and social media, marketing, all of those pieces um, were reflected after the fact. And what juice and my superpower really is helping people make changes very, very quickly, let go of all of the old messages and step into new aspects of who they are. And so that's really the journey that took me to the high performance coaching. And um, that brings us to today. Exactly. Yeah. The topic we're going to talk about are the high performance habits for success and resilience. So I would love to start with the first habit. What is it and how should entrepreneurs apply it to their business? Well, so um, I think that what I really want to go with today is this high performance habit of, of the things that I do before I check my cell phone or my any of my technology in the morning. And it is the most essential element of building out a high performance life. And so um, some of them may seem very simple and they're not going to be things that you maybe have necessarily heard, but, or they will be things that you've probably heard before. Um, but hopefully I'm going to be able to communicate them in a way that actually gets people into action. So um, I just want to speak to you, the individual you Um, that really wants to make changes in your life, knows that there's a lot of things going on around you. Um, It could be finances, it could be health issues, you know, it could be, you know, work, job, family, whatever that is. But I just really want to bring it down to um, having a conversation with one individual and and that one individual is is you and each of you. And so um, the, the most important piece of a high performance life is taking time to plug in and care for yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually so that you're serving from the overflow rather than from an empty cup. And so the first thing um, that I do each morning before I touch any technology is make my bed. Mm-hmm. Now that, that may seem, like I said, it may seem like, yeah, we've heard that before. Maybe some people have been doing it their entire life, but that first step of making the bed gives such a simple sense of accomplishment and really starts the day out, um, really putting it together. And you could take it a step further, which is what my husband and I do is we actually make up the bed and then we do turn down service for ourselves. How fun. <laughs> like, like we're staying at a nice hotel, you know? Um, so that's the first, that's the first thing that happens. The second thing is that I will immediately drink 16 ounces of water. I just walk right out to my kitchen after the bed is made and I down 16 ounces of water. I'm not the best about getting enough water in my day. And so I really have to be mindful of it. I have to be very, very mindful of it. And so starting out that the day with that 16 ounces, again, gets me going in the right direction. 
Mm-hmm. That's the very next, smart. <laughs> and, then the, and then the next thing that I do is um, nutrition. And so that is, I drink a loaded, loaded protein shake every morning with tons of delicious nutrients and um, all kinds of stuff for the physical health. And um, so that's the third thing is nutrition. Mm-hmm. And then the four, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, it sounds like, like you said, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I kind of know that. But it's so important to really think about, you know, you are starting your day off on the right foot by making sure, you know, you have done, like you said, a basic task. You've got a sense of accomplishment already in the morning, but you're taking care of your own well-being by making sure you're hydrated and have, you know, the proper food. So that's excellent. But a lot of people probably just think, I have to just get up and get started in my day and don't think about doing that. Well, you're right. And I think that the 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 pitfall that happens when we immediately tech, check into technology and, and listen, the reason that I'm bringing it up is because I used to do it mm-hmm. and I used to, you know, get up and, you know, I look at my cell phone and, and, and then my day, like I would be like, Oh, I got to do this and take care of that. Right. Right. And then, you know, the self-care goes on the wayside. And I know people are going to be hearing me going, oh, well, this isn't new information, Julianne. And I'm like, well, then I just challenge you to just execute it. Right. You know, so um, so we've, we've gone bed and um, hydrate and then nutrition. And then the fourth thing is what I call calibrate. My company is called Recalibrated Living. And so this fourth thing, which is calibrate, um, is whatever your own personal blend of, you know, quiet time, prayer, meditation, journaling, gratitude, whatever that looks like for someone is just to get your head in a space of living from intention and, and doing things like, you know, yesterday I was saying to someone, make sure that each day when you get up, you flip your empathy switch on. Because I think that's something that we all really need a lot of right now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not just empathy for other people, but empathy for ourselves as well and giving mm-hmm. ourselves grace. And so, so having that, um, getting calibrated, that's the next one. Then I go to, um, then I go to exercise or movement or whatever word is going to motivate you, whoever I'm speaking with to, to get moving in a, in a, in maybe just increasing a little bit, maybe you're already doing something, but maybe you could fine tune it a little bit more. And some days for me, it's hiking, some days it's stretching. Um, and it's just, it's different every day, but getting that movement going to get that body going, get that metabolism up for the day. So you're burning the most calories and, and you can really sustain the energy um, much longer that way. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes what comes along with movement, which is the next one, and that's music. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I will actually turn music on every morning before I start my day. And even if I've already done my exercise or my movement, I will dance and I will just kind of let go, kind of let go, complete abandon, Right. My husband, mm-hmm. my husband thinks I'm crazy sometimes, but um, that's okay. Um, so dance is another piece of the puzzle. Um, and then, then it goes to shower, shampoo, and shine to steal a tagline from a 1970s commercial. 
um, is, you know, really putting ourselves together. Um, and, and when we uh, show up for ourselves and when we get dressed for ourselves and, you know, for those who wear makeup, hair, whatever, right? But putting ourselves together, um, maybe not that we're going out right now to do that, but it's more important actually that we be doing it for ourselves. And they have proven that um, sales calls are more uh, successful when we um, put ourselves together and like take care of the image. And so those are the things that I do before I check into technology. And that sets a very powerful foundation for the day and gets me prepped so that I can be the best version of myself. Perfect. So that was all part of just your first, you know, idea that or habit for success, all those subcategories of taking time to plug in for yourself. So I would love to start talking about the second one. We'll probably have to go to break before we get into too much of it. And then we can continue when we come back. But what would be the second habit that you would recommend? Well, the second one we're going to be talking about is time blocking. Mm -hmm. Yes, one of my favorites. And important. So let's like start that topic. Uh, like I said, we probably will have a few more questions when we come back, but like explain to anyone who doesn't even really know what time blocking is, what you mean when you talk about that. Well, for sure. Absolutely. So time blocking really is grouping like activities together so that you are accessing primarily one portion of your brain to accomplish a task and then you can switch to a different type of task. And so that, that's going to take a, a little more explanation. But when we are trying to switch back and forth over and over, got to do this, got to do that, and, and trying to do this multitasking, we're actually wasting, wasting our time doing something called context switching. It's that stopping and recalibrating the mind and then moving over to the next task and then stopping and recalibrating the mind and then going back to the original task. Mm -hmm. So this is a big waste of time and the work is not as effective and accurate. So that is time blocking, super, super important and allows us when we have time blocked successfully to take care of all the needs for ourselves, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And then to condense our work time so that it's more effective. And then we get more free time with our family to, you know, turn things off and enjoy. Right. Well, the funny thing is, I think often, you know, we think that being able to multitask is a good thing, right? Like, oh, I can, you know, respond to emails and I can answer questions of my staff when they come in and I can do X, Y, Z. But like you said, really, it takes focus off of one thing you're doing. And now you have to stop and kind of refocus again to get back into that. And so it's us having to reprogram our own thinking of what is really being productive. Absolutely. I would agree with you 100%. So I know I want to continue this uh, discussion um, after the break, but it is time to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue to chat with Julianne about three high-performance habits for success and resilience. You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Julianne Stiddick told us about her background and how she got into helping entrepreneurs improve their business success. So now let's continue our discussion. So Julianne, right before the break, we started talking about time blocking, and I would love to know, how would you suggest an entrepreneur start to read and respond to messages only a couple times a day? Well, I love this. This is a great question. The The first part of that answer is they just have to make the, a decision that that's what they're going to do. Hmm. And I really want to let that sit because that's the most important component here is making that decision because um, I can teach you tools all day long, but if if a if a business owner wants to use time to their benefit and not allow everything that's going on out in the world to run their life, mm-hmm. then it's all about making a decision to be more streamlined about how things are are working and rather than reacting to everything that comes to us every day we are responding and we're taking a more proactive approach and there's so many benefits to that um, in really setting clear boundaries around when you actually are working and when you're not Mm -hmm. but then how would you explain to an entrepreneur who maybe feels like, well, it's great customer service if I respond to them right away. Or if I, you know, if I don't respond for a few hours, they're going to think I'm not interested. So what would you tell an entrepreneur, you know, how would they change their mindset around having to respond so quickly? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we, one of the things that my company really prides itself on is our customer's experience. And um, we're, we're just very clear about expectations with people up front. Uh, so, you know, if, if someone, um, let, let's put it this way, if someone comes to me 
and they're interested in talking with me or working with me and we um, don't get back to them, you know, immediately and they get upset about it, that that person is probably not someone I'm going to want to move forward with. Mm -hmm. Um, I am very clear. We return emails um, within 24 hours and usually that they end up getting returned within a few hours. Um, But, you know, just having a system in place and having clear expectations with, let's say, clients of knowing, I mean, my clients know that, I don't work on the weekends. And so mm-hmm. if they send me something over the weekend or they shoot me a text. Um, I don't usually get back to them. Right. And, and that's because I've set those clear expectations and, and I'm hoping that then I'm modeling for them how they can actually be living as well. Um, and for an entrepreneur business owner, and I get it, it's, it's, you know, especially when, you know, you really want that business coming in and maybe it's not coming in as fast as you want. Um, you know, if is, is there's a little bit maybe of a fear, um, that's coming into play is if I don't respond to something right away, you know, I'm going to miss out on the opportunity. Well, the opportunities that are supposed to happen will happen. Right. And, and so for me, I um, get into my day, um, you know, about an hour after I have completed all of my morning routine, then I check my email and then I will check it again one time later in the day. And that's mm-hmm. usually when I'm done with, with my appointments. And, and the other piece of that when I'm checking my email is I do my very best. I'm not perfect about it, but I try to respond to everything right away. I try to take an action on it right away. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's not those emails that you're like, oh, well, I need to think about that and I'm going to let it sit for a while or whatever. Well, if that's the case about something, then I'll just flag it and come back to it later. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's great. Like if you're starting a relationship with, a client and that's the expectation that you're setting forth for them now and they kind of know what that routine is. But what would you tell someone that maybe who is so used to responding right away, answering the call right away, responding to those emails right away, and now they want to change that process and the client still expects that faster response. What would you coach them to say to those clients? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would just say, look, we are working really hard to upgrade our customer's experience. And part of that is systems. And so I just wanted to let you know how we're going to be working moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be responding to emails twice a day. You know, they could indicate when those emails are going to be responded to. Um, but I always like to say, Candy, that the boundaries that we set for our clients are the ones that they follow. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so important to have those boundaries too. I've learned, you know, through the years being an entrepreneur too of boundaries that I've needed to set and make sure I maintain those same things. And I mean, I have a story similar where uh, someone put off, you know, doing something that they need to do. They had information they needed to get to the internal revenue service for an audit. And they called me, I think on Friday at 3 p.m. and said, well, I'm meeting with the CPA tomorrow. I need your cell phone number so I can call you while I'm in that meeting. And I said, I'm sorry, but number one, you know, I'm trying not to do anything on the weekend 
seconds. Um, number two, I don't give my cell number out for clients because I don't want to have contact on the weekends when I should, you know, not be working. Number three, it's my husband's birthday and I have plans, you know, and he was really annoyed that I wouldn't do that. But I said, you know, I'm sorry, but if you'd given me some notice, we could have planned a time, you know, to get the information. But to tell me, you know, Friday that you want me available tomorrow is a little bit unreasonable. So I think he came to realize through that discussion, you know, that it was a bit unreasonable, but it was hard to like hold that boundary. Well, and didn't it feel great? It did because my husband still felt like he was more important than the work too. Right. And how would my relationship have been if I'm like, Oh, sorry, we had plans, but I have to take this call. You know, it just wouldn't have been the best. Right. Right. So there's other areas, of course, besides the phone calls and emails that I'm sure you would suggest that people block. So can you touch on that as well? Yeah. Well, so the best, the, the best exercise for time blocking is to do a very thorough time inventory log mm-hmm. for three full days. And that's like from the moment that you get up in the morning until you go to bed at night. And it may seem like, oh, I've done that before, or oh, that seems like it's going to take a lot of time. And, and my clients <laughs> might say that to me and I, I'll say, okay, well, you know what, let's do some fine tuning, then let's do it again. Right. And so what ends up happening is there's this, there's this log that gets created. And then you can start looking at that log and you can start putting those in buckets. So for instance, let me just give you an example of how I work. And then hopefully this will help translate um, for other types of businesses. Monday is my admin day. I choose one day a week that is my admin day. I don't meet with clients that day, but I'm doing like all of the little stuff that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and, and that includes doing things like gas in the car, car wash, you know, cash for my, you know, it's like all of the things that kind of get me set so that the rest of the week I'm prepped for the rest mm-hmm. of the week. So, you know, that would be a day I would pay bills. It would be a day, it, it's, it's the day that I meet with my team. I have um, a t- team that I meet with on Mondays. Um, it would be when I would we- meet with my CFO. So it's all of like the administrative or maybe the operations of, the, of running the business as well as my personal life. So those are, those are in there as well. The other piece of the puzzle is that on my calendar between 6 and 8 a.m. every day, it says self-care. And that is the time that I accomplish those seven things that I do before I check my cell phone. So that gets time blocked in. Um, Then I have time set for social media. So I have a 30-minute window each day for social media. Mm-hmm. And I have, then I have an hour on my calendar every day for sales. So that's any kind of outreach um, that might lead to sales, speaking engagements. Um, so it's very focused on that. Um, then the other piece is coaching. So when I'm coaching, I have my coaching times are set for Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays during very specific times. 
Mm-hmm. Because when I'm coaching, I'm coming from a whole different <laughs> plane of existence, so to speak. Right. Um, then I am, say, if I was going to be meeting with my CFO, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. And then I have times blocked into my day for things like writing or or creating video if if I need video for social. So, and then there's, and then in the evenings, weekends, I've got family time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have work, I work in 50 minute time spurts. And so it's hyper-focused one thing at a time for 50 minutes. And then I'll, I have a timer set. I get up, I move around, I eat, I drink water, I stretch, I go outside and get fresh air. I might throw the ball for my dog, but I get those breaks in and with, and getting those breaks after I've done hyper focus, um, is very, very important for a little bit of a reset during the day. Mm -hmm. So that's how I time block. And that's how I suggest that people break things up. And, you know, some, someone said, do you have to put absolutely everything on your calendar? You know, what I'm sharing is literally just guidelines. It's the way that I do it. And if there's even like a piece, just one little piece of what I shared that somebody wants to add on to, you know, fine tune things, then that's a success. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. Right. So what would you do in the case where, you know, you said you have your coaching Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and say you have someone who really wants to work with you, but their availability, the best availability is that Monday or the Friday or something. It just doesn't fit into your normal schedule. Do you then say it just doesn't fit and so we're not going to work or do you modify Like what would you do in that case? Oh, no. In that case, I would just, I would just, again, go back and say, you know, this is when my coaching hours are. And so let's see if we could maybe move out a little bit further with getting you scheduled so that you can work it into your calendar. And I will tell you, Candy, they always do. They Mm -hmm. always find a way to plug it into my time frame. Mm-hmm. So you're still able to stick to kind of what you have planned and they're able to rearrange their th- things as necessary uh, well, to fit yeah. into that. Or they, or they, you know, wait until a little mm-hmm. bit longer, uh, you know, down the road when they can do it. Now, right. that's to say, like, I'm not rigid, mm-hmm. but I am firm about it. So mm-hmm. in, have there been times you know, a couple couple weekends ago, I had a client text me and she said, I've got a 911. It was a Saturday morning. I, I picked up the phone and called her, mm-hmm. right? It's because I wanted to do it and it, because it was very much an exception to the rule. But right. by having the structure in place, I'm not bombarded with that every weekend. So right. that I'm like, of course, I'm going to pick up the phone and call her. If somebody said, I, I have an issue, I absolutely need to talk with you, and can you do it on a Friday, I will do it. But it, again, it's very much the exception to the rule. Right. That makes sense. And final question, probably before we get to a break, would you recommend time blocking on the personal side of things too, um, not just the business? Or what would you tell someone who's still just trying to get everything organized? Well, I would. what I would do is I would start with putting on your calendar the way that you want your personal life to be first. So that self-care, that goes on first. Mm. Family time or the friend's time or whatever that looks like for someone, 
that goes on first. Mm-hmm. Then you look at your responsibilities for work and you find a way to fit them into the time that you have because it's so doable. Have you ever had one of those days where you said, I got like 250 things done today. And then there's a day where you only have one responsibility and you forget it. Right. Of course. Yeah. You think you have free time. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so by really prioritizing and putting those things that are real foundational um, to living a happy and well-balanced life, um, and then you you work the work into it. Mm-hmm. Right, that makes sense. So I, I know this is really great information that we're sharing and we're actually upon another break. So we're going to take that quick break and then be sure to hang around to hear more from Julianne Stidick of Recalibrated Living on three high-performance habits for success and resilience. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Julianne Stidick of Recalibrated Living. Let's find out a bit more information on what we can do to be successful in our business. So, Julianne, we talked about, you know, taking care of ourselves and time blocking. Uh, So what would be the third high performance habit that you would recommend? Well, I saved the most important for last. Okay. And that is your mind and Mm -hmm. learning how to control your mind because it's it's actually doable. Um, And our mindset, because as I alluded to earlier in the conversation, uh, it becomes a decision and everything becomes a decision. So, so if, you know, I can share a tool, I can share a concept, but if the individual has, doesn't believe that it's going to work for them or doesn't have the best attitude about maybe taking the actions to start fine tuning things, 
it's more than likely not going to work. Mm -hmm. And so it really comes down to looking at what are the areas in your life that need some fine tuning, like looking at these different areas and then going, okay, I know that I need to fine tune. Let me just give you an example. Okay. Um, Let's talk about, uh, here's an interesting subject that I actually haven't talked about before, but I think that it's, it's important right now. Um, People, a lot of people are drinking too much these days. A lot of people are self-medicating with food. A lot of people are self-medicating with shopping online or whatever it is, right? We've all got something that, you know, <laughs> we fill ourselves with. And and um, so someone might say, you know what? I realize that I've maybe been drinking a little bit too much and I don't want to be doing that anymore. Well, the most important aspect is actually making the decision that you're not going to do it anymore, mm-hmm. right? Actually making the decision and sticking to it. And, and one of my mentors, Michael says, has to be a non-negotiable decision. And so what ends up happening is then when you've made that non-negotiable decision, you begin to make choices that are going to help you be successful with that. But again, it's that decision and it's, it's that non-negotiable decision. Because mm-hmm. often people will keep commitments to other people but they're not keeping their commitments to themselves. Mm. So at the end of the day, or whenever it is that someone might normally have a drink, they can start to do something else. They can take what's called a contrary action and do something different. So I'm going, you know, for instance, it could be, I'm instead of having that glass of wine, I'm actually going to go take a walk. Or I'm actually going to listen to some meditation for 10 minutes. Or my favorite, which is I'm going to take a warm bath in essential oils with Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right? So it's that mindset. And it's that word of setting the mind towards success. Mm-hmm. And I, and what the first thing we have to really recognize is, you know, when we start thinking that thought of, oh, well, guy, that first glass of wine tonight is going to taste really good. And they're the picturing it, the, 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 you know, the condensation on the outside of the glass, right? And they're thinking about it. And, and it's like literally going, no, I set my mind, I created a non-negotiable for myself. And so instead of doing that, I'm going to start envisioning what it's going to be like to soak in that tub. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's recognizing that that's what's happening. And then it's literally changing what you're thinking about. It's mm-hmm. as simple as changing that decision. Now, if there's somebody that has an issue or an addiction issue, then by all means, please get help. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes we just can get into habits of doing things. And I know that. Right now, with what we're experiencing in our world, we've created new habits, and and some of them have been by design, and some of them haven't. Probably more often than not, they have just fallen into place based on just trying to manage everything that's going on around us. 
And wouldn't it be interesting to set the mind to actually design what that routine is going to look like mm-hmm. so that you can have that successful day and that you can, you know, wake up the next morning and, and be feeling good. Right. Right. Well, what would you tell someone then who really needs to look at, you know, some changes that they need to implement and they're just feeling overwhelmed because they feel there's so much to do? Like, what would you say to them? How would they decide what's the most important to deal with first and then maybe what's a secondary issue? Well, I think it really goes back to honestly to the time blocking, because when they do that detailed um, log, they're going to start recognizing things like, oh, wow, I actually spent two hours on social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you look at that, it's just like inventory. It's like when you're getting ready to move, right? And you're packing, you're going, do I really need this or right. not? And so it's it's looking at how you're spending your time. And believe you me, if you want, if people want to have more structured time in their lives so that they can have more free time. It takes a hard look of going, I'm going to have to start saying no to stuff. I'm going to actually have to quit stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think one thing, if you are normally a structured person or very um, used to calendaring things, I think this might be a little bit easier for some, but I'm just thinking of some people that too are more spontaneous sometimes, or it's really harder for them to calendar things. So what would you tell them to help them? become a little bit more structured. You know what I would tell them, Candy? I would tell them, welcome to my world. (laughs) Okay. So I'm a true creative. I live from my heart. You know, that's where I am. That's the space that I'm in. And the reason that I have all of these structures in place is coping mechanisms so that I can be successful. Because if someone is just going to say, oh, I just want to fly by the seat of my pants. You know what? I'm sorry. They're not going to have a successful business. Mm-hmm. But when you structure things and you condense the amount of time that you're spending on your business, it's going to give you that free time. And that free time will be worry-free, worry-free time. Mm -hmm. right? I've taken care of all of the things that I need to take care of to run a successful business. Now I've got free time and I can just live and explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. I think I just know that some people sometimes might see this just as, again, really difficult to start the process. And, you know, that's just not the way my mind works, but really being able to encourage them to really start planning things a little bit And even if they just do maybe one or two things at a time, just to get used to that process until they can kind of get everything in that place, you know, because yeah, you bring up such a good point because, um, what ends up happening is that people think, oh my gosh, if I don't do this and this and this and this and this and this, I'm not a success. Mm -hmm. Right. But the truth is, let's just use my example of the seven things I do every morning my 16 ounces of water is a success. <laughs> my, right. my protein shake is a success. And so just to maybe begin to, for, so for maybe for the, that person that might have a little harder time doing that, maybe 
it would be helpful for them to bring somebody into their world that can help them get some structure going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they probably feel like they can't do it themselves or it feels completely overwhelming or they're not really sure how to do it. So if they had another friend or a coach or someone that could just encourage them to start and start small, like you said, right. And then get used to, okay, you're blocking, you know, this, how are you doing with that? Okay, now you can add something in instead of feeling like I have to completely change everything immediately and then feel like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it and then just stop, right? Absolutely. So any final tips? I mean, we're gonna, we've are gonna we got a couple more minutes before I want to have you share. I know you're going to have an offer and how to reach you, but any other tips that you would like to share with the entrepreneurs on um, you know, what they could do to be successful, how they can apply this information? Yes, absolutely. I would say that the most important the most important aspect right now is to stay present as much as possible in absolutely everything. Um, so easy with everything that's happening out in the world um, to start worrying about, well, what if this happens and what if that happens and you know, half of it, we don't even know if it's really true or if it's, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, and so what's happening is, I mean, I don't watch the news. Like I have not watched, listened to, or read the news for five years. Mm. If there's something that I need to know, my husband tells me, There you go. (laughs) Uh, but what happens is with everything that's happening right now, people are borrowing worry. Because mm-hmm. they're watching all of these people speculate about what might happen. And the truth is that might change tomorrow or the right. next day or the next day. So there's this additional stress that's being added. And the other thing is I, I think that if we can just stay present in really recognizing that now is a time in our lives that if we wanted to change what we were doing or we wanted to 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 take a new path, we can rewrite our story right now. Mm-hmm. So and, true. And only by being truly present in our lives can we really do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and being still and not always feeling like we have to be busy all the time and running all the time. And that's one of the reasons that the time blocking is so powerful. And it's also one of the reasons that the seven things to do before you check your, your mobile device is very powerful because it allows you to stay present. And when you are in present state, you're calmer and you're healthier. Perfect. Well, we're actually at the end of the show. So I would love for you then to share an offer that you think the listeners would find helpful and how they can connect with you. Oh my goodness. Well, um, I would love to gift um, one of my books. It's an ebook. It's called Step Into Your Power. And it is full of all of my little routines and checklists and timelines for strategies for really getting things structured so that you look, sound, and feel your most confident in your life and are the most grounded. And so they can go to getyourpowerbook.com and they can download a free copy of it. Perfect. And if someone wanted to reach you on social media or by phone, you know, how would they find you? Uh, well, I'll tell you the best way to get a, get a hold of me is through good old email. 
And it's Julianne at JulianneStidick.com. And on social, you know, I can just be found under my name. And I uh, would just really invite people to read Step Into Your Power because it's actually kind of a fun read. Um, it's not like a business book. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually fun. Um, and then, you know, reach out if, if there's someone who wants some support with doing the time blocking and, and getting their life recalibrated, that they can just reach out to me directly at my personal email, Julianne at JulianneStiddick.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I know this was a great topic and I hope you enjoyed your time as well. I did. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Candy. No problem. And I want to thank the listeners also for tuning in and joining us on our show today. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about three high-performance habits for success and resilience. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Julianne at any of the links that she shared or send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd really appreciate your support. Next week's topic is Raise Your Confidence and Charisma to Attract More Clients. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp for You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.